0: if you'd like to take a seat. Um, Thanks very much. So over the last two weeks, thanks love, over the last two weeks, I've been doing a bit of a science experiment. So I've been looking at different plants and what they might need in order to grow. So what do you think plants might need in order to grow? Has anyone got any answers? Yes, Sammy. Water, yes. Soil, yes. Sunshine, yes. Those are the three things that plants generally need in order to grow. So to test these things out, um, I tried to grow some plants in some different conditions. And uh, I'm wondering what you think they might look like. So first of all, I put the first one was just in a pot with no soil or water. So what do you think might have happened to that one? Anybody? Nothing. Nothing. Yes, so my first ones still just look like beans. They rattle a little in the pot, but that's all that they've done. They haven't done anything at all. So the second one, I planted in soil, I gave it a bit of water at the start of the fortnight, and then I left it on the window ledge. So can anyone, what do you think might have happened to that? Go on, Sammy. It might have died. Well, actually, my, my science experiment didn't go quite according to plan because it has, it's still a bit dry, but it has actually started to sprout. But I reckon that if I just left it like that, it will shrivel and die eventually. It has only been two weeks, mind. So then my third one, I gave a very shallow covering of soil watered it every day, and gave it as much sunlight as our kitchen could provide. So what do you think might have happened to this one? It, yeah, it started to grow, um, as you can see. You can see the bean is right at the very top, and I can see the roots coming out. However, there's not really anywhere for the roots to actually take plant. And then the fourth one, I planted in soil, I watered it every day, but I kept it in a dark cupboard. So what do you think might have happened to this one? Anyone? Yes. Yes, so it's actually the only plant of mine that has shot right up. But as you can see, it's not very strong, and even just lifting it out the bag has caused it to bend, and it's white, so it doesn't look particularly healthy. But it is one that has grown. So then my final one, I put in soil, I gave it plenty of water, and as much sunlight as I could. Um, but sadly, for me, hasn't done anything yet. <laughs> Best lay plans and all of that, but um, here's how hopefully it should have looked. That was kind of what I was hoping for, but uh, maybe I should have given myself a few more weeks. Maybe I should have done this over a month rather than two weeks. But uh, maybe I was a bit optimistic. But um, why why do you think that this plant was the best one? In theory, I'm hoping that it will still grow, by the way. I'm not going to give up on it just yet. Why do you think this one was the best one? It had plenty of soil, yes. I fed it and watered it, yes. And I gave it plenty of sunlight, yes. So hopefully um, that one will grow, and that's what beans and generally plants need to grow. Well, Jesus, in fact, told a parable all about planting seeds, which we're gonna hear now.
1: Jesus went to Lake Galilee, but he didn't go to swim or to catch fish. He went there to tell people about God and his kingdom. When he sat down to teach, because that's what teachers did in those days, a huge crowd gathered round The crowd was so huge that they couldn't all possibly see him, much less hear him. So, Jesus borrowed a boat and pushed off a little way from the shore. And when the people could see and when the people could hear, he told them a story. A particular kind of story we call a parable. A story with a special hidden meaning, a story that went something like this. A farmer went out to sow some seed. He threw it on the ground. He threw it here, he threw it there, he threw it everywhere. Some of the seeds that the farmer threw fell on the hard, foot-worn path. And straight away greedy birds swooped down out of the sky and gobbled them up. Some of the seeds that the farmer threw fell on rocky ground, where the soil was very shallow the plants sprang up quickly, but because the soil was shallow, the roots did not sink deep. And when the sun came up, it scorched the plants, and they withered and died. Some of the other seeds that the farmer threw fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked the plants. But the other seeds that the farmer threw fell on good soil, and they produced a crop, a hundred, sixty, thirty times what was sown. Well,
0: how does this relate to us? What does it all mean? What was Jesus trying to say? Now, whatever it was, it must have been fairly significant because it's not just in Matthew, but it's in Mark and Luke too. And most of the parables you'll find are in Matthew. Um, But fortunately for us, the disciples were also baffled by this. And so Jesus went on to explain it to them. Jesus explained that the seeds were the word of God, and therefore we are like the soil. So Jesus describes four types of soil. Firstly, the path. The seeds on the path, i.e. the word of God, gets eaten by the birds before they even have a chance to do anything. There is nowhere for it to take root, and it gets trampled and eaten as it, and gone as quickly as it arrived. The message is not really heard, and no attempt has been made to understand it, and so it hasn't really settled. I wonder how long it, it took you after you first heard about the word of God for it to really sink in. Maybe you're still exploring that. UCCF did a bit of research recently, discovered that it takes somebody hearing the gospel seven times before they even begin to really engage with it. Second is the shallow soil. At least there is soil here. But when hard times come, the roots are not deep enough, and so they cannot withstand the difficult times. I wonder if you know somebody who might be a bit like this. They seemed to be strong in their faith, but as soon as tragedy hit, they turned away from God. We can often find it easier to simply give up on God than to press on and rely on him more. Maybe this is something that you've struggled with in the past. Third is the soil with the fawns. This soil is good. It is well prepared and ready for plenty of growth. However, the busyness of our lives and the worries of the day are like the thorns that distract and choke God's word, so it cannot grow to its full potential. Maybe you can relate to this. I know that I can sometimes. It's so easy to get distracted by work or demands of family or friendships, and so we forget that we also need to prioritize our time with God. And finally, we come to the good soil. This is what we are aiming for. The good soil is well prepared. The seeds go in and take root. They grow to be big and strong and produce a huge crop. And I'm hoping that my plant will still do that. It's got plenty of time. I think that our lives are also a bit like the seeds. We need to feed ourselves with God's word on a regular basis in order to grow. We need to be talking to him and continuing to follow his path that he set out for us. Now, growing a good crop, as you could probably see from my experiment, is actually quite difficult. You need to ensure that the seeds have everything they need in order to thrive. Just hoping for the best doesn't really cut it. And sometimes it will pan out, but you can't be sure, and the possibility of the crop dying early or not producing as much as hoped for is great. And even when you do everything right, sometimes it still doesn't pan out how you planned. Therefore, we need to try and support one another so that when hard times come, we can be firmly anchored in our relationship with God. So how can we become like the good soil? Well, in order to grow as Christians, we need to hear God speak to us through his word. But we need to be careful that it isn't like the seeds on the stony path where it doesn't really go in. Seeds need not only good soil, but water and sunlight. Perhaps a big part of what actually makes the soil good is the water and the sunlight. But what are those in this arable parable? Well, I believe that the water and sun can be related to prayer and the Bible. The word needs to be planted deep in our hearts and we need to be constantly feeding ourselves on it by reading it daily, listening to God, seeking his face, a bit like a plant turns towards the sun. But that is a bit of a difficult thing to do it takes dedication and things in life distract us and tempt us away just like the weeds that can overbear us but then there are hard times that's like the shallow soil if we're not firmly rooted then when hard times come we don't last it takes a lot of commitment to be the good soil and part of that commitment is allowing ourselves to be worked on by God the farmer we need to We need him to take out the weeds and the stones, to turn the soil over once more and prepare us for growing those good seeds. We can do this when we turn to God. Give ourselves time for prayer and Bible reading. Getting to know God is one of the best things we can do, and we can only do that if we spend time with him. Just like in any friendship or relationship, we need to spend time with one another in order for those relationships to grow. His word needs to sink deep into our hearts, and that can't happen if we only read or hear about it every once in a while. But there is plenty we can do to be rooted in God. I've mentioned regular reading and prayer, but did you know that plants communicate with each other? This was something that I got very excited about when I was doing my research. Reports in the New Scientist and Gardener's World show that plants use fungus in the soil to ki- like a sort of botanical Wi-Fi network to warn other plants of dangers so that they can activate necessary genes to protect themselves against certain diseases. If plants can support one another, then I think we can too. After all, Matthew 6 says that God cares more for you than the plants and the birds. So how can we do that? Well, that's easy. Firstly, by being here as a church community, we're already supporting one another. When we see friends in difficulty, we can talk to them and offer to pray. We can stand up for them in the playground or the workplace when they can't stand up for themselves. And we can read and learn about God together. So we're going to be thinking a bit more about our relationship with God in the next song, Creator God. And afterwards, we'll be praying about how we can allow the seeds to grow in our lives and the lives of those around us. So let's not delay. God's word is here. The water is flowing. The sun is shining. So let's get growing.